Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Welcome to the Boston Podcast, where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. I have an awesome guest with me today. Her name is Janine Halloran. She is the founder of Coping Skills for Kids, where she provides products to help kids cope with big feelings in healthy ways. Big feelings, big ideas. It's going to be a big show. So welcome, Janine, to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. <laughs> and how, is, how are you surviving the pandemic? How is, what kind of road has it been for you? Um, you know, I have to say some days are better than others. And recently I've had more good days than bad days, um, more good moments than bad moments. It's really challenging. I, we have two kids. Uh, one is 12 and one is nine. And so they have been homeschooling, which, yep. you know, I didn't check that box when I became a parent. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sign up for that. No, no that wasn't my choice. Right. Um, but, you know, there's been some good that's been happening. It's really kind of fun to sort of have the flexibility to do work when we want and to not yep. do work and right. decide to, you know, now we're just going to bake cookies and do puzzles all day instead. And <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Forget it. We'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's there. I, I've been saying that there are certain things we're going to miss about this. And, you know, one of the things is that if you can manage to, to endure the, you know, solitude and the fact that you're kind of prisoners in your home, <laughs> um, there's a nice kind of quiet aspect to it. There's no traffic. There's, there's, there's rarely waiting in any lines except maybe the supermarket. And so a lot of those annoying things about life are, are not here. So next time I'm out there sitting in traffic, I'm going to be like, eh, I miss the pandemic. <laughs> I, well, I actually was saying to, I actually wrote this to my email list. I said, you know, one of the things that's been phenomenal, my mom still lives in Boston and I live in the South of the city. So to get from where I live to where she lives usually takes me, oh my gosh, usually like 45 minutes to an hour. Now right. it's 15 minutes. And now I'm like, I'm now I'm spoiled for the rest of my yeah. life, knowing that this could be 93. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, and it might be one of the good long-term ramifications of this. Of course, it's Boston. Somehow there will be traffic again in Boston. I'm fairly confident. But it might be better than it used to be because it might be that, you know, I don't know, 10% of the workforce figures out they can do a lot more from home, you know, and they don't have to go into town. But that's a Pollyanna view. Anyway, let's talk about coping skills for kids. So you founded this back in 2015. Tell me what the inspiration was. 
So I've actually um, been a therapist in Massachusetts for about 20 years. So I work with children and teenagers and their families. And I've worked in a lot of different places. I've worked in schools, I've worked in community mental health. And something that I always found uh, when working with kids and anybody actually is, you know, we always talked about coping skills. It was one of the first things we talked about in graduate school, actually. Mm -hmm. And they would give us this list. They would say, you know, you can go take a walk or have the kid take a deep breath. But then I wanted more because that doesn't work for everybody. So I kept asking my clients, I kept doing research, I kept looking for other strategies that would work for these different kids who were presenting to me at school or coming to my office and just having a hard time. Mm -hmm. And so I just started generating these lists and gathering and then sort of organically, it sort of divided into these categories that people really respond very well to. So it, it was sort of an organic thing. Um, but all from my work as a therapist, which I love doing. So what you do, and by the way, it is copingskillsforkids.com. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's stuff. You're selling stuff that's going to help people, the, the kids cope. But actually, before I ask you what the stuff is, that's question number two. Question, <laughs> question number one is, when you say coping, does that mean coping with anything specifically, or could it be a number of things? It could be any number of things. So I've used examples of coping with divorce, coping with grief, coping with stress from having to do a school presentation, coping with anxiety that is just generalized anxiety that you have all the time and you don't know why, you know, what can you do to help sort of manage those emotions? It, I try to cover the gamut because you need coping skills. Everybody needs, cope, needs to figure out ways to cope and strategies to manage their feelings throughout when throughout the day throughout now especially now you know so tell us about your line of products here i see some cards for sure like uh cue cards but tell yeah. me tell me what you have so right now I have the coping cue cards, which you mentioned. So those are individually beautifully illustrated cards that have um, individual coping skills on each card. So that's a great visual for kids. Kids really respond very well to visual cues, especially if they're feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and they don't want to respond as nicely to a voice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they respond better to a visual. So I made these visuals so that kids can use those strategies um, in the moment when they're having a hard time or practicing before, um, which I think is a great idea for people um, and that I think throws people off. Like, should you practice these coping skills when they're calm? Yes, you should. So they know what it feels like and they can try it when they're a little bit more heightened. And there's all sorts of um, strategies that you can use. And so I, like I was mentioning earlier, I divided them into these different strategies. So relaxation strategies, movement strategies, processing strategies, really doing a lot of thinking and um, exploring about what feelings and thoughts you have. And, you know, lots of different ways that you can use uh, different coping skills. So that's one line of products we have. Then I also write books. Um, so I have the Coping Skills for Kids workbook. And I just wrote the Coping Skills for Teens workbook. So, um, you know, when I was doing the Coping Skills for Kids workbook, my publisher had me go out and do some speaking around that. And, you know, every time I would speak, people would say, I this is great. Now I need one for my teenager or my kids are too old. They won't read this. It's too babyish. Can you write one that's more aimed at teens that talks to teens in the language that they understand? So it took a while for me to do it because I wasn't necessarily keen on writing another book, but I decided that I was going to actually go ahead and tough it out. And I wrote the coping skills for teens workbook. And I'm really pleased with how that came out. 
Uh, I buried the lead here because I'm just realizing you have a podcast of your own, don't you? <laughs> I do, which I um, truthfully sometimes honestly forget about. Um, <laughs> Never forget about the podcast. I know, isn't that terrible? Yes. Um, yeah, it's called the Calm and Connected Podcast. So there I talk about play ideas and coping skills and self-care. Um, so it's you know aimed at parents and aimed at counselors and teachers and just I like to keep it really short something you can digest you know maybe mm -hmm. like at a lunch break or driving in your car quick or if you are just folding laundry sometimes people do it then um, just quick ideas that they can take away with them and you can find the calm and connected podcast on apple podcast spotify really wherever you find your your podcast or failing all else go to coping skills for kids and even if janine forgets she has a podcast i will never forget one of the your recent topics for a show was create a calm down kit from target now, most people these days are running into Target to get their, you know, paper towels and a stick of butter and then running out and gasping and wheezing with their mask. You have the creativity to think of a way to create this kit. Now, this is for kids. Get, yeah, get, now, I'll tell people to listen to the podcast, but maybe if you don't mind spoiling it a little bit, how'd you get this idea? And then what, what kind of things are we picking up at Target? So I actually have a whole series of them. So Target's just one. So I have okay. one, you know, create a coping skills toolkit at Michael's Oriental Trading, the website that you that sometimes teachers use. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to do one on Staples. Thanks for the reminder. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, so Although Staples isn't open right now, is it? Or is it? I don't know. You actually it is oh. for pickup. For pickup. So oh, okay. Can, yeah, yeah, I mm -hmm. know. Which I just I ran out of packing tape and I, I didn't think it was going to be open and it right. turns out you can order. Yep. So basically what you, people kept asking, you know, you make these calm down kits. So, a, you know, calm down kit just really quickly is just um, a, an actual box that contains some strategies that kids can use when they're having big feelings. So sometimes kids like squeezing stress balls or squeezing putty. Sometimes they like to use um, little figures and that's a way that they can play and relax and calm down. Kids really respond well sometimes to journaling or drawing about how they feel or writing about how they feel. So I literally went into Target one day. This is before um, COVID happened. Mm -hmm. I went into Target and I just took pictures of things that I would put in a calm down kit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks cool. I, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. Right. you know, I, I think I found some stickers. I found um, a great journal. I found they, Target has a great section for, um, kids play ideas and all sorts mm. of toys so i went over there and i i found some putty i think and i found oh um a little a little um mermaid fabric thing to go on a back on a backpack for a kid but that's really that can be soothing and calming for kids so that's basically what i did i went around and i'm sure people were like what is that woman doing yeah. i just <laughs> just taking pictures of it all yeah and just put it together and it was it's something, you know, as a school counselor, I'm always looking to, I was always looking to create something that would help the kids that I was working with. So mm -hmm. I would go to the Dollar Tree all the time. That was my spot. I would go to the Dollar Tree constantly to try and find stuff. I'd go to Target and hit the dollar spot. I'd go to Michael's and find stuff. So that was, that was just a natural thing. It just seemed kind of easy and fun. Plus now, I got to go to Target. Now the kids, the kids, when they get this, they probably think they're just getting, you know, presents, you know, like, Hey, you're getting, and so but it sounds like you're you're 
um, you know, when, when there's the option, you try to steer people away from like, you know, hot rods and, you know, transformers and stuff and stuff that they can actually, is it, it's mainly like tactile stuff and stuff that they can create with. It's usually, so it's usually sometimes something that they can squeeze, something that encourages some like small body movement or big body movement, like something like that. But I also, I wouldn't say no to necessarily hot rods or transformers because play is a natural stress reliever for kids. And we don't unfortunately have all the time necessarily to offer free play. There's, this is actually a bonus I find in COVID Mm -hmm. is having this opportunity for kids to have some time to build with Legos, to try and create something with connects, to use their creativity and go through the recycling bin and create something with what you have. And so those are the sorts of things that it seems really simple, but it is so Ease, it's so it's such an easy way to help kids relieve their stress and manage their emotions. Mm-hmm. It and it, yeah, it certainly is one of the the upsides. Is people are doing things that I don't think they used to do before. You know, jigsaw puzzles. I'm amazed at how many people like jigsaw puzzles. I, the, to me, that seems like hell. But hey, if that, <laughs> if that helps you get through the day, you know, I've been um, creating some videos for these family calls. We have these big these big family, my cousins and and nephews and nieces and my parents are all on this big call Sunday night. And it became a competition to see who could create like the funniest short video, you know, usually making fun of each other or something. So I, I do that, but the, the jigsaw puzzles, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so um, once again, it is coping. What's, what's the URL? I just, I, I had your website, coping skills for kids, sorry. Uh, yep. Coping skills for kids.com. So go on there and check out the, the cards and the ideas and you have a blog, which is cool. It seems like people can get a lot of ideas out of the, the blog uh, too, as well, I guess, huh? Yeah. And I actually have a whole section of resources as well. So if they are having um, issues with their child in terms of anxiety, they can go straight to the anxiety page and get a bunch of ideas, uh, managing anger, and they can get a bunch of ideas there. You know, does any um, books, idea, book ideas, that kind of thing. So I try to give resources, not only things that people can go in, and products that I have, but also free resources that people can utilize if they just need some help and need some strategies right away. Have you seen your, your products in action? I mean, I take it you have, but, but um, I just wonder if it hit you at one point, hey, this is really going to work. Like you see people, parent, parents using the cards or whatnot. Yeah, it's actually really, really neat to see it happen. And my favorite thing is when people email me and they show me the pictures of the cards up in their fridge or they are using oh, um, activity books and they're using, um, they're doing the deep breathing. Somebody actually just sent me a video of that, actually, their kid using the deep breathing. Mm-hmm. Um I actually went to the Chicago Toy and Game Fair with one of my card decks, and it was so cool to just see all the kids stop and use the strategies that were right in front of them. And their parents were like, what is this about? And it was it's really neat to see, and especially because they're like, oh, this is soothing. This is calming. I love that when kids can actually use it, and it makes them feel better. That's awesome. That's what I want. So um, I love that. And Coping Skills for Kids, once again, is the website where you can find all of Janine's stuff. In a moment, we're going to play good stuff. So Janine, um, who already has given us some good ideas on coping, that's what she does. But uh, we'll each provide an idea on something that'll keep you happy, a little bit happier during this pandemic. Before we do that, I just want to briefly tell you what we do with the 
Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. If you want your own podcast, visit the website to get started. We'll send you out a USB microphone, a quality one, not one of those crappy ones. And we'll get you started right away. You could be the next big podcast star. Go to pod617.com for all the details. And if you'd like to be a guest on this show, and no fee, no strings attached, just if you have an interesting story to tell, particularly if you're a business owner, maybe a restaurant owner, or really anyone else who wants to remind people that you're still open for business during the pandemic, shoot me an email, david at pod617.com. All right, let's play good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. You know, Janine, most people dance during the intro to good stuff. You, <laughs> I was you exercises dancing, your right now. Dancing with my finger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I was just doing it down below. All right. All right. All right. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. So, I mean, you've already mentioned some things that you, you um, sort of like generally for, for coping, but how about yourself? Like, is something you can offer to the listeners that has uh, helped gotten you through this, uh, this business? So something I just discovered a couple of days ago is LeVar Burton reads. He's got a podcast. Oh, nice. He reads short stories. So I am a kid of the 80s. I grew up with reading Rainbow and Jordy Mm. LaForge on Star Trek. So I'm a huge LeVar Burton fan. Yeah. He was, Janine, he was also on the show called Roots Once Upon a Time. Yes, he was. (laughs) I know, of course. He was. But I... A little little before your generation. I know. Exactly. I I have watched Roots, but I always think of him as the reading rainbow guy. Yep, for sure. Um, Because that's what I would run in and see whenever I want it, whenever Mm. my mom, like, let me know that it was on. So he's reading short stories and they're not kid appropriate. And so... Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really, it's, you know, people, I think the most recent one was Kurt Vonnegut. He had a short story that he was reading about um, reading the story. So it's just really interesting. It's kind of a nice way to sort of decompress. I actually listen while I puzzle. Sorry, I no. am a puzzle. <laughs> I've got like a thousand pieces going right now. I'm pretty excited. You're um, not, so that, I think I'm in the minority. I think everybody but me is a puzzle <laughs> person, but God bless you, you know. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's been really fun. I love podcasts. And when I find something that kind of takes me out of reality for a little bit, distracts me, helps me sort of get out of my own brain. I love it. So LeVar Burton reads. Yeah. I, I remember when this launched, he actually had some trouble getting permission on one of the, the short stories and whoever the author was like tweeted LeVar Burton directly and said, yeah, use my story. And so LeVar Burton was frustrated. like, Oh, I thought this was going to be something good. And then the author comes to the rescue. And so LeVar Burton reads is the name of that podcast. That is, that's pretty cool. I'll get for my good stuff. I had something that I, I was just um, channel surfing and or poking around Netflix. And there's a series, actually, I think it's on Hulu. There's a series on Hulu where they have celebrities write the captions for New Yorker cartoons so people like Bill Hader and uh, the guy from Parks and Rec, whose name is escaping me, um, uh, 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 doesn't matter, um, and many other people who you'd recognize writing the, um, the captions. And it's funny because you see there's their train of thought and they're like, well, there's a dog here and then there's a snake here and then there's an exploding potato over here. And so therefore it must be. And they're just very funny. But that inspired me to do this thing on the, the family call. I was talking about when my family gets together for a call, I did a caption contest uh, for them. So I just found, you know, you Google caption contest and you'll get tons of these, you know, single frame cartoons and it, it exercised everybody's creativity. I said, you, there were like 10 people on the call. So when you come up with the caption, put it in the chat box. And, um, 
Some of them were great. Sometimes people came up completely empty, like I got nothing, but it was, but it was still a, a fun uh, activity. So, you know, it's all about coming up with something creative because there's only so much you can do on a Zoom call, right? Exactly. Well, I still see sometimes my clients on Zoom calls. Yeah. So trying to play games with kids on Zoom is like, it's very challenging. Yeah. So I wrote down a uh, caption contest. Oh, I good. Do that tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I did some good. Very good. So uh, Janine Halloran, thank you so much for being on the show. And um, I hope you had fun. Yeah, this is fun. I liked it. Cool. <laughs> Make sure to go to Coping Skills forkids.com for more info on Janine and everything she does. And thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. If you like this podcast, share it on Apple Podcasts, share it with a friend, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And once again, if you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com and you'll see all the stuff. On behalf of Janine Halloran, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. 